Welcome everyone to the Reflection Artist Live podcast hosted by myself, Justin Lobato. Set your calendars to tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time or 9 a.m. Pacific Time where I will be bringing you industry spotlight interviews live from my active detail shop or an industry event. So if you're curious about who is who and what is what in the detail industry, don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Wednesday for some of the most exclusive interviews. So we are officially live on social media and live streaming. And today is December 15th, which is another wonderful Wednesday. This is Reflection Artist Live number 56. We have with us today's special guest, Nathan Warren. Some of you may know him, some of you may not. He is owner of Frontline Shine, and he, um, he's been in the industry for a while, off and on, most recently the past four years uh, with IGL. He's a trainer. He's uh, over 21 years in business, and so he has a background and know-how on how to run a proper detailing business, which is awesome. So he has it from both perspectives in regards to being a technician, an owner, and of course, being industry involved. So we're going to get to know Nathan today and understand his story. Uh, I got to personally meet him quite a few years back. Great guy. Love, love working with him. Love vibing with him. So Nathan, thank you for taking the time out today to be on our podcast, and uh, I'm going to hand it over to you and just let us know how did all this get started in the wonderful world of detailing for you. Right on. Thanks for having me, dude. Honestly, honored. Um, nice to be on with a, a pillar as yourself. Of course, you made me come on after Masterson and all his energy. Though. I was thinking that the other day. I was like, man, he bring me on after Masterson? That dude's got so much He's energy. I'm never going to be on that yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Though. I love that. Always. He's cool. He's cool, man. He's on fire. Um uh, at miscellaneous started really I, I think my detail i came from um my grandpa had like really nice 10 speeds he was a cyclist a big cyclist and he was a depression air baby world war ii vet and a marine ex-marine and in that he was very particular about everything he that when he took his running shoes off he put the you know the laces inside the shoe put them off to the side um his bicycle he wiped it down when he got in his he always drove lincoln's his lincoln's were perfect and it kind of started in the driveway there as a kid and then riding bikes with him, he taught me to take care of my stuff, being depressionary. They didn't know when they were going to get something. So yeah. um, the weekends with grandpa, you know, and grandma, I would learn stuff like that. And then fast forward, my stepdad come into my life at like nine years old. And he owned a rent shop, a really nice rent shop working on uh, foreign, British, you know, European cars, stuff like that. And in that, he had a very wealthy clientele. <clears throat> well, he was the kind of stepdad you wasn't sleeping in on a Saturday morning. So he'd, he'd wake my brother and I up, you're going to this shop, you know, wipe down tools and pick up rags. Well, I started washing his customers' cars for delivery on Saturday mornings, like nine, 10 years old, nothing special, bucket of soap and water. And, but all the guys like, man, look at that kid go. And I, I've always been juiced by the kudos, you know, I'm like, Hey, cool. They like what I'm doing. So, and, and my mom had an old Mustang. I cleaned it up at my stepdad's shop on a, on a Saturday morning and it just started rolling from there. Fast forward from like nine to 16, I had a little Nissan Maxima and I started detailing out of the trunk of my car. His friend owned a shell filling station in a pretty popular area of town. And I would set up up there back when they had mechanics in the shell station. There was three bays off to the side of the filling station. They don't have some of you youngsters don't even know what a filling station looks like. With garage doors. So in that, um, <laughs> I'd go up there. They put a real estate sign in the yard uh, details on Saturday and it grew. It blew up. And I just I turned into like the detail dude around here. Fast you were forward like 16 at the time. 16. Yeah. Damn. And then like 1920, 19 or 20 years old, I want to say. That was a little older than that. You know, I was like 19 or 20. Um, there was my Malco distributor. I was actually working at a, a collision center, wet sand and buffing, doing the final QC on cars about 19, 20 years old. Still in the detail industry in that gap from 16 to 20. I ended up working for like a mom and pop, a dealership, doing get readies and that. I've been in the dealership business. The majority of my business back in the 90s, 2000s, um, learning was body shops and dealerships. And then, of course, Raymond Cody's nowadays took that to a whole other level. That's so, when the training videos were on VHS. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm old, bro. I'm old. And that's what I'm misunderstood by a lot of these young cats. They're like, man, he's, he's, he's arrogant or he's aggressive. It's like, no, I'm not. I just, I know what it takes to work and run my business. And then adding on Florida and some of the stuff that I've added on over the couple of years of being a, a sub-in rep, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I don't have time to answer questions. And I've I've created a bad name for not answering my phone or he thinks he's too good. And that's really not it. I'll help anybody that's in this and has passion to want to do it. I'm game. Like, let's make it happen. I want to see the young guys come up the right way, not come into our industry and mess it up. So if I yeah. can help train a guy the right way, come on in, man. You know, if they're willing to listen and not know it all. So anyways, back to 1920 years old. Um, 
the Malco distributor, Detours Training and Service out of Peoria, Illinois, was coming through. And he's like, man, I like your vibe. And at that time, I was like, I'm not, I don't want a detour. I want a dirty job. I want a pretty boy job or what, you know, 1920s. They want that shirt and tie job yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I can wear a polo, man. I could sling five-gallon pails and go around all the detail shops. And I ended up loving it. I took the job, loved it, worked the state of Indiana for two years being his distributor. He would bring product over every two weeks from Illinois. And we load my box truck and I kept a box truck here. I had my own little warehouse here in Indiana, young kid doing it. Like I was killing the Malco. Wow. Um, and that led to, um, I, tra- it was detailers training and service was the name of his distributorship. And I was training guys older than me in dealerships, body shops, and detail shops also slinging product. So I was training back then before training was even really a cool thing. It was just teach people how to use our products and buff a car, you know? Yeah. So, um, it led from that to obviously then you know i got married in that time frame i got with my ex-wife when i was like 21 and we we built our first house and i started detailing out of my garage at home slanging chemicals still and then like all the broken stuff and used pads from a training i was able to take like that was my little benefit he let me keep open stuff and buffing pads so i started building my arsenal of course and before i knew it one day my ex-wife and i were at dinner and she said you know why don't don't you just start a show why don't you just do it so I went and bought a little five by eight trailer, just like, you know, I see all these guys, man, that get in it now. And I get, I'm like, dude, and they're on these, like all these detailing for money and all these, you know, different groups, face, Facebook groups. Yeah. My fault. Yeah. Brain fart. Um, they're in all these groups and they're like, well, man, I'm, I'm losing it today or I don't know what to do. And it's like, I just sit there and smile like, damn, they're, they're just doing stuff that I actually really literally forgot about. Like it humbles me. And that, that's where I'm misunderstood too. Cause I watch some of these young guys. And it's like, man, you're, you really, made me reflect today and you motivated me to be appreciative of where I'm at now. Cause you forget, man, people don't realize when you're at a level of 20 some years of doing something, it's just repetition at this point. It's lit. And I don't mean to step on anybody's toes or come across aggressive. I just block everything out and do what I know how to do. It's just mental training, you know? Yeah. So, so in that, um, I started my, my mobile and I had my scary days, the rainy days, the Same no name. days of work. Same name, Frontline Shine from the very beginning. Yep. Nice. I, uh, incorporated in 2000 the first time, S-Corp. Um, so, yeah. So, I did that, killed it, and ended up getting into Conseco Fieldhouse um, when it was Conseco Fieldhouse for the Pacers and the Fever. Um, they have a basement. I go in the basement, clean their cars. I was the elite detailer for the Colts at one time. Damn. And I took care of several IndyCar drivers, NASCAR, and NHRA. I did Larry Dixon, NHRA driver, Antoine Brown, um, Don Perdome, Snake Racing, all the Andretti teams. Actually, we did an IGL video when I was with IGL a few years back. Um, we went in the garages at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and coded a couple of Indy cars and some parts, and um, it, was, it was a really cool experience. So I mean, I'm done, a, lot man, of, I, a lot of that automotive, like your background to start with, was just yes. strictly automotive. Yes, I was strictly automotive, like most detailers when they start in most most of them. So the the way I got into boats, because I'm sure it'll go there, boats and motorcycles. I'm in Indiana. Four season climate. Winter absolutely positively stinks here. That's why I go to Florida now. Um, because you guys' busy seasons are slow season. So well, every, I'm like, every day. <laughs> every day. Yeah. Florida's no joke, man. It's a whole nother game down there. So my stepdad being business savvy and owning several different businesses, he goes, Man, why don't you you're dying in the winter? Why don't you go to storage facilities? Why don't you start thinking about doing boats? Nobody's in their boat, nobody's on their motorcycle. And at that time he he even kicked ideas around of, you know, getting a trailer and doing pickup delivery, which I do now for motorcycles. Um, and I pick up boats. I'm insured to pick up boats. It's I got to always have a pickup truck at the shop, which sucks. Sometimes I like to just jump in the car. But anyways, so <laughs> that's how that's how boats and motorcycles started. I started hitting up little small mom and pop motorcycle shops, the Harley dealerships, boat dealerships, boat, any any storage facility that stores boats, motorcycles, stuff like that. And then it blew up. Of course, you turn in that turns into networking. And you get into certain guys' networks like, man, and guys with motorcycles and boats are real funny dudes about touching their goodies. Those are their well, expendable their money toys. It's their investment. Yeah. But yep. now let me ask you this. The transition, because a lot of people probably are in that stage where they want to maybe transition outside of automotive into other spaces of detailing. How hard of the transition? I know you had a background, but let's just say for the guy who has it down well, not mm-hmm. a long time in it, but. Is it a hard transition to go from automotive to marine, or how does that look? Uh, not really. You got to retrain your brain. So, in in what your what your nuances are, and all your little tricks for cars and base coat, clear coat, and all that, and, and any most of your tricks for cars, just forget about it. You, you don't even want to carry that over to gel coat. You don't want to carry it over to boats because you're different. You're buffing. I'm sorry. You're buffing a whole different 
um, media there. It's a whole different situation. You're buffing a brick, literally. So all that delicate, I got to be careful, I'm going to burn. Yes, you can burn a boat all day long. I've done it. But it's a lot harder. You, you got to lay on a boat. You got to retrain your mind, more or less. And then a motorcycle, to me, I'm a, those of you that know me, I'm a two-wheel nut. So the, to me, to sit on a stool and play with a bike for a few hours, I'm cool with it. Yeah, yeah. that's just fun for you. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Get away yeah. from the cars. That's how that is. Like, let me do something different, you know? Now, so that's, let me that's ask how you this. Speaking of motorcycles, like, for example, you know, we do strictly automotive. We're not marine, yeah. RV, or motorcycles. However, I've always had this theory that if you're not a rider, then most likely you're not going to attract riders and much less have a rider trust you because you're not a rider to have their baby and maneuver it around your shop. Is, is, yes. is that, is there some truth behind that? That in- holds hell away. That's one of my sales. I hate to say it. around here in Indy, I'm a super competitive. I'm not a friend of most of my people around here. I did do not disturb, by the way. I hit do not disturb. That's I don't okay. know why I just got a call. Um, so in that, that was one of my selling pitches and still is to this day. Like, why take your bike to a guy that doesn't even ride? Bring it here. I ride. I'm, it's my passion. I'm in the, I'm in the uh, culture. I know, what it, I know what your baby is to you, and I'm going to treat it the same, you know, type thing. I have the opposite speech. I don't ride, so <laughs> you wouldn't want to trust your vehicle with me. Nobody in my shop rides, so take it to somebody who knows what they're doing. <laughs> well, now, now you just sub it to me. I'm down there in Winters, Florida. I'll just jump over your shop and do it, and you make a percentage. You can have them all. You can have them all. That's a different culture in itself. And the problem here in Florida, we got bike week, right? So these guys get spoiled when they go up to these, these, these bike gatherings with guys Mm -hmm. walking around or trailer in a little wagon, 50 bucks, they'll do a bang up job. So then you take it to the hometown detailer that's asking for a couple hundred bucks. They're like, I got it done better for 50. So it's hard to sell that. And I'll say that for the, the younger, newer detailers watching. That is going to be your number one thing once you get to a level because you newer detailers don't understand this. There truly is levels to detailing and experience and trial and error that you're going to have to go through screwing oh, you people's cars. You can't I- just jump in and toot your own <laughs> horn and make a good website and have a fancy social media and because you know people on Facebook become the, the best of the best. Preach it, man. That's that's right. That's right. I got a lot of discord in this industry. A lot of people are like, oh, he's doing this. I've done this 30 years, y'all. It's just, it's taken a long time to get to it. How do you market? How do you, I don't market. I'm in the neighborhood I grew up in for 44 years. It's, I'm known as the neighborhood detail guy most of the time. I mean, there's other, listen, there's a couple killer, reputable, bad boy detailers here in Indy. There is. I mean, smoking good. And, and I, if I'm super busy, that's who I refer to. Or, uh, here's Rennie Doyle, and you were in on this conversation at MTE about four years ago. This shows that you could still learn 20-some years later every day. When I go to trainings sometimes, side note, when I go to trainings to guys in shops that have, know nothing, they're fresh, I've picked stuff up and brought, brought it back here to my shop. Yeah, It's like you don't know everything. Like I'll go to trainings and learn something from the new guys sometimes. Like, whoa. It humbled me starting to train on the industry level, not my shop and you know, guys here. It's like, I went out into the world. It's like, Oh yeah. I wake up, mate. It's bigger than, it's bigger than this, you know? Cause now so, you're speaking uh, a universal language that has to get across to everybody. And really watch what you say in today's society. Cause everything's so misconstrued and you're too aggressive and I'm an aggressive person. You know what I mean? It's just my nature. It's what I am. I'm, I'm fast. I'm fast moving. How do you think I jump around the shop at 44 years old? <laughs> There's no, I mean, dude, I, I look at my day sometimes and go, yeah, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing this. This is going to add, this is going to catch me. Cause at a, I was at a point not to go back into negative history, but when I went through my divorce, six years prior to my divorce, I was jumping around my shop, taking donuts to friends, uh, friend customers, you know, repeat customers, people that fed me doing PR and sales and, and picking and choosing what I wanted to do in my shop at that point. I wasn't really working anymore. And I had three transport guys driving cars back and forth to dealerships, transport plates. I mean, I was getting it. I had a facility that was jumping, kept my mobile. My mobile would go out and do Pacers, Colts, Fever. I would go do all my stuff that I wanted to do, all my high-end gated neighborhoods and stuff like that. And that was where my high-end was. And my, my shop was a sweatshop, mud shop of dealership auction crap, $150 details all day long. If you were lucky to get $150, most of them were $100. You know what I mean? Back in that day. So I've, I really, uh, bow down to the new guy. I bow down to the guy that's in the four season climate and it's mobile. And he's going into his first winter mobile, his first year in business. It's a scary thing. Transition. So you asked me the transition from like, um, 
you know, from cars to boats, um, it was pretty easy because of my network growing up here. I won't say easy. It was easy to transition into that for the work because of my network, but learning a whole new media to work with motorcycles and boats was a different, a whole different avenue. That was kind of challenging. It wasn't hard, just training your brain to learn something new. I mean, most detailers get into a repetition of how they do a car over and over again, you know, some are different than others, obviously. But that's but, the key word, right? The repetition, just like transitioning over to the Marine. Like once you start doing it, if you continue to do it and, yep. and learn and, and excel, that's where the repetition kicks in to get you better. But if you're doing one a month, then it's going right. to just take you that much longer to understand things to yep. get better. Just like window tent. I tried to window tent and picked it up and did it one a month and was wadding tent and cussing everybody out. It's like, nope, you got to do this every day to get yeah. good at it. You know, oh, there's just no other way. <laughs> <laughs> window tent's one part of it but paint protection film that's a that, for, that forget about it i've done that too no <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah hats off to the guys that have added that onto their detail this chris seaton and indy are in evansville here mr detail great dude i think you've met chris seaton um excellent guy he's picked up ppf and ran with it i don't i'm like dude hats off to you brother i, I and he's got a shop that cranks his enough details to pay the bills you know what i mean he just added oh, yeah. on for a service like man you're crazier than me yeah, so we're into two years now at ppf and we're still we're doing good work and we're getting great clientele out of it just because of the detail following uh -huh, uh -huh. but man it's uh, gosh because of the eye for detail and because of you know everything learning yourself detail, yeah, you find things you're like, oh, I want to fix this. I want to make that look better. And now you're critiquing your own work. And, and yes. it's much worse because you want to be that guy that is the has the reputation. Perfection. Yes. And, and you got to learn to just accept some things with that that you wouldn't accept. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. That's what I had. To I tried to get my son to do the whole film division out of here, Frontline Films and Tent and PPF and then what have you. And he was killing the, the tent. PPF, we hadn't quite got, we didn't dig into it enough yet. Time didn't come to let us do that. But Tenton, he was killer at. I'm like, yes. He's like, I'm not good, Dad. I said, trust me, dude. You're killing it. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're okay. So I don't want no part of it. I sub it all out now. It's like, just give me a little finder's fee for it, and you can use my shop. I'm cool. <laughs> no part. So, but yeah, so go ahead. No, as I say, so what when when you when you had everything going, what what was it that that got you out? You said you went through your divorce, you were jamming, you picked and choose your stuff for the premium uh, clients you wanted to deal with because everything else was taken care of. What point did you kind of scale back and, and and dial in more on what where you're at now? Uh, when it got to where it was just too much, and I actually just reanalyzing the business. Ceramic coatings came along about four some years ago for us here in Indy around that time when ceramics started really hitting. I was one of the one of the first ones in town. There was like three of us. Um, that's when I decided it was time to restructure. Because I'll be real, I I ran this dinosaur as hell, like pencil and paper, computers. Forget about it. Still, I hate them. I hate all that. I hate electronic. Matter of fact, the guys at Rotafest, not to put names in anything, but the Zenware guys are Jody and they're like, Come, you gonna sign up? They've been hitting me every yeah, show. Jody like, and Rob I, are I, awesome. I, yeah, I, they're awesome. I was like, I love you guys. It's not personal, man. I am a dinosaur. I am a <laughs> I, so I got House Call Pro, which I've had when I decided to go digital, and I've had it for like three years. So I'm so set in my ways as a creature of habit that I don't want to change because it took me forever to learn that. I'm like, if you guys want to come hang out for, you know, a couple of days and we'll do some hands-on, I might consider, you know, you guys just hang out and train me hands-on because I'm kinetic. I might do it. But as far as reading about it, forget about it. I'm yeah. good. That's, that's why I'm a detail guy, not a pencil pusher. I can't. Yeah. I just can't. I can't. So, I mean, I can. I just don't want to, I should say. It's just not my flavor. But as I get older, that pencil's looking a lot more attractive, I promise. <laughs> uh, I, can, I can train. Who wants to train, guys? I can train, like, all day. You know what I mean? I'm just – being in the shop's killing me, man. I ain't going to lie. I'll make it look easy online. Online is very deceiving, guys, as some of you know. It's – I hurt. At the end of the day, sometimes I'm like, man, this is this is getting rough. This is getting rough. <laughs> You know, yeah. my son was supposed to take this over and he went on to other ventures, you know, it's like it it's I'm done trying to bring people into my mix with my ideas because it just it, it's it, it's like it, yeah. it you can't mean, depend on it. You start to understand that your vision is not everybody else. No one's going to have the same vision as you. And even when you give them, let's just say they understand 80 percent of that vision, it's still not 100 percent of yours. Correct. Correct. 
That's true, man. And that's what I've dealt with the last couple of years where some people, unfortunately, I've ran my business like I always have, always, and not really had a problem. Well, now you add social media and people across the world are seeing how I run my business. And I'm not always so private. I'm pretty out there. I'm pretty real. I'm pretty aggressive. And I, I, put, I, I put stuff out there, focused again, tunnel vision on how I do things that I don't pay attention to social media like everybody does like this. You know, it's not my thing. It's, that's not really my true breadwinner. Yes, it's, it's free advertisement. It's helped me grow my network, granted. But I've had a 20-year network of people already, you know what I mean, where I don't necessarily need it. So it's been hard this last couple of years trying to find the right help and people from the outside looking in, judging like, why ain't that person there all of a sudden? He must be an ass. Or, yeah, I run this place with severe standards, like high standards. And if you can't meet or exceed them, you got to go. I mean, whether you're friend, family, or foe, and I've had more bad stuff. It's business, man. And I've and of course, being here local in my neighborhood, you got your crabs in the bucket where you grew up always. So it's like, oh, everybody left him because he's a jerk. It's like, no, it's because I run by a standard that they didn't. And that's and I'm the asshole now. So well, the, the employee is is an investment for the business owner. If you're not getting a return on your investment from your employee, go. then what's the point? Bingo, you're gone. You're cut. You're out. Yep. That's business, man. And that's where there's great detailers and there's guys that don't know how to run a business. It took me, I was a great detailer that didn't know how to run a business for a long time. And it, it's, it took years. And again, you got these young detailers. How do you do this? How do you do it? Dude, trial and error. It has been my number one best buddy. It's failed. The, the error has hurt me really bad a few times over the years, you know, but the trial, it's the learning experience is the real raw. How'd you figure that out? Because I, I got punched in the face. And my nose was bleeding and I couldn't get it to quit bleeding. I had to learn how to never let that happen again. You know what I mean? Or, or in detailing, I, I run a rotary. Everybody's like, well, give me rotary training. I'm like, dude, you can't, it's not something you learn in a two-day class. I worked on auction cars back in the day and burnt the dog mess out of a bunch of cars yeah. before I learned heat tolerance. The, and what's the, not, old, the old term is if you're not burning, you're not learning? Learning, that's right. I mean, it's <laughs> kind of true. It's true, man. So. That's frustrating, too, because guys are like, oh, you just don't want to share your secrets. I'm like, no, dude, the truth is you're not going to learn in two days. I don't want to take your money for that. I mean, it's that simple, you know? So, I mean, you can learn some tricks in a couple of days for Rotary, but you're not going to yeah. master it in two days. No, no. It's just going to be repetitive. Just, you know, not practice makes perfect, but perfect practice will get you to be more perfect. Yep. There is one person I saw doing a Rotary class, and I would, ta I would take it because I know it's he would – he probably teaches some severely legit little tricks that a lot of people don't know is OG Claudie's Claude Harris. Oh that yeah. Dude, I bet he puts on a nice little class for Rotary. I guarantee it. Yeah. Not to say, I'm trying to send people Claude's way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now how did, um, as, as, as you know, as you refined everything at what point in time was it that you were presented with the opportunity with, with IGL, you know, a couple of years back? Uh, how was it presented or is that what you're asking? How was it? Yeah, presented? how was it? How was it presented? Like, was it something that you walked into? They approached you? How did that all go down? Um, there was, I, there's two pages. It's either Midwest, a Midwest detailers group or an Indiana detailers group. A guy here in town, um, did a IGL, like a little meet and greet thing with Marcus. And this was when Marcus was like, dude, grassroots IGL. There wasn't no Kenzo truck. There wasn't no, they what they were like Onyx is right now with me messing with onyx and seeing how it is and then seeing igl it's like yeah. onyx is in the same spot that when i met marcus this is where onyx is so he was in a, his he was in amber his wife's nissan altima and we did the class on that altima literally we did a kenzo on that altima which is still i think they still have that car i think um but anyways that's i met marcus there at this class there's like six other local detailers three of them that i have always had discord with it was weird it was very strange to sit in the same room for two days with dudes i'd have had literally beef with in this in our local in, you know how that goes there's always that yeah so um in that we that's where i met marcus and then i guess they started watching me i had a videographer that has we parted ways at this point um that was doing things for me and he made some pretty rad videos he still does i don't hate on his work at all he does some really rad videos um and he helped map me he's a he was a tool in a season of my life to get me where i'm at marcus and joel and the guys green I think see me on the videos and Mark's like, this guy knows some people in Indy. Let's mess with him. I, that's my guess. And then it, the rest is history. Next thing I know, Joel's offering me the Marine position because we got Marine into a Nautique dealer here in Indy and was killing a bunch of Nautique boats at the time. And that's where oh, nice. I kind of, that's kind of, honestly, 
I, I got I got to give Green some props on my my side in the industry as the Marine guy, you know, because they helped they helped off that a little bit. You know what I mean? I got to give them a little prop there where it's due. Um, and then it's it's all kicked and made sense as times went on, like everything else is history, you know. And you've since, I mean, you got involved with the IDA. I mean, you became more of, of now, but more of an industry figure as well. Because you, you kind of just started going down that path and you continued down that path. Un, un, unintentionally too, Justin, as you probably know, I'm, I'm more of a detail shop owner. I didn't intend on it, honestly, but I'm cool with it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's neat. It's very neat. It's, it's like, man, my 30 years, this is worth it. You know, this is fun. I like this side of it. No, same here. That's the same with me. It was unintentional. It was just meeting people, mm-hmm. networking, and then opportunities presenting themselves and being like, that's cool. I could do that in my free time. And then yep. free yep. time turned to this, 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 and this. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, no, that is my time. That is what yep. you do. That yep. is who you are now. <laughs> See, and I'm kind of in that funny spot. I'm, I'm have more, I'm getting more and more and more involved in the industry. This is the shop. This is the shop owner. This is the industry guy. I'm pulling more over here and my shop is starting to get, it's not failing. It's just, there's more and more one or two in the morning freaking jobs to do till one or two in the morning. I haven't done that. I, I don't like doing that. I'm big on, I want to teach these younger guys balance too. You see these guys hustle, man, team, no sleep. And I'm guilty. I do a team, no sleep right now. I'm not sleeping. I'm in the shop nonstop. It's terrible. If you've got kids at home and you got a wifey, you better balance it. You better balance that man. Cause guess what? I'm a 44 year old divorcee because I didn't know when to stop 15 years ago. I didn't go home. I didn't, you better pay attention. That wife is your support system. A lot of guys don't know that. Take a guy that don't have the wifey there no more. Even when she's making you mad, bickering with you and on your nerves, she's your support system. You need her. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to throw that out there, too. For you guys that go home and think their wife's being a bia bia, she really loves you, and she's just trying to get you to eat and take a break and take care of yourself. You know what I mean? That's all. And it's it, she's needed, too. She's got her place because without her, you wouldn't. You'd be malnutrition looking like a crackhead running that detail shop. <laughs> <laughs> no, working off of uh, Red Bulls and beef jerky. <laughs> Straight up, man. Bachelor life. Bachelor business business owner. Man. No, that's yeah. that's that um that that point you just made about working late and things like that. That's why, you know, I remember if you had that and I'm oh. sure you did when when Transparent launched back in 2019, we made that video and we were yes. doing it was late night polishing. Looked at the phone because it was dinging. Daughter going to bed. Checked okay. Put the phone away and kept polishing. You know, twelve o'clock at night. That's Man, that's a that. that if that doesn't pull the heartstrings on you as a, as a as a father or a husband, then then balance. Yeah, then you're gonna screw yourself over. And that yep. right, yeah, you might have a successful business, but you're not gonna have a successful home life. Right. Truth. And that's all part of it. You, just like people, I'll throw this one in there. Like, man, that dude goes to the gym, thinks he's better. I go to the gym for this and to be able to move around the shop out there. That's and to period. stay healthy. I, to stay healthy. Period. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the benefit of, the benefit is the look at 44. I'm lucky. It's fortunate. Thank God. But I honestly, it's to stay healthy in my mind. I go there to blow steam because I'm an aggressive fire sign Aries that is just on fire. It's like, dude, I got to go blow steam in this outlet. If not, I'm going to get in trouble doing it another way. You know I mean? well, and, and, and here's the thing right when you're polishing you could always throw the cord over your shoulder right but you can't get the belly out the way and you're gonna have to repolish that's right. there if you're more of the that's paint with right. your belly that's, that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's funny there's a, there's a local guy here in town uh we don't talk much anymore but he he owns a detail shop and uh He's the IG, he was at the IGO class. We, we're hit and miss. You know what I mean? He's cool. He, he runs a nice facility. He's professional. He does the right thing, and I, I respect that. Anybody that's doing the right thing in our industry, I love it. And I'll, let me go to a side note. I'm bad about this. I want to say this. This is where I come across as a jerk face in this industry, okay? I'm going to try to make this make sense. So you got a person that's never had a detail ever in their life, okay? This is their first experience walking in a shop. And they walk in Joe Smo down the street that's doing the $300 ceramic coating, okay? That's their first experience. Or let's let's make it better. This is a guy that's not very versed, and he's doing a $1,700 ceramic coating. So, therefore, he's probably not real good at paint correction. He's probably not very versed in playing the ceramic very right. And I'm not dogging this. Everybody has to start somewhere. But everybody yeah. has to start in the level that they're on to start. Don't try to jump to a 30-year guy's level when you only got three years under. Don't and I'm not saying that. It. That's it. Because here's why. Here's my take on it. Here's where I get irritated and crappy and people think i think i'm better than him. that guy goes to the shop down the street from me 
Never had a detail experience. Now he left and he's got a sour taste in his mouth because he paid buku bucks for a crappy job. Now I got to try to either sell him on how it's going to cost double to fix it and get it right or try to sell him and he's never going to come or I can't sell him. I don't have that opportunity because he never comes to my shop because his bad taste. He'll never do a detail again. So jaded. So yes. So now you're taking people completely out of our industry to where I don't even have a chance to eat off that plate. And that makes me irritated. It's like, if you're going to come in this, don't read Forbes magazine and see that it was the top three easiest businesses to get into in 2000, whatever uh, you get into it. Cause you want to make a little money and you also want to put pride into what you do. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not one of those. Oh, I, I, Oh, it's the easiest to get into. I grab a bucket of soap and water and this dude that's busted is behind for 21 years to get where he's at. I come in and I could tear it up in uh, six, eight months, put a bad taste in everybody's mouth around here. Not literally, but you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, just like, Come in right or don't come in at all and listen to the guys that's been doing it. Don't act like you watched YouTube and you know everything there is to know because you don't. It drives me nuts. Anyways, that's my or, over. Or, or respect <laughs> the, the, the information you're getting from the guys that have been doing it and don't give them the side eye because you heard something off the internet or YouTube from somebody who is from a different state or country that's only been detailing for two years. But because yep. online they look like they're killing it, but you got a 15 or 20 year vet that could show you the track record that he's created to get the, where he's at. There's the a guy, difference. The guy you look at, the here's the ones that'll blow your mind. The old man that's still doing it in his garage out back of his house with a hat par looking shop. I've been that dude and puts out some work that will blow your mind. Like, dude, that shows the shop, the look of the shop. That's important for the professionalism of our industry and the look. I love it. I love some of these salons. I've been fortunate to go in around the world and country that blow me away. Like, damn, I this know. guy's got a killer <laughs> shop. Wow. They are so able they, to, I, this, this day and age, I feel like the mobile units and the shops are in a much better position when they start out the gate cosmetically. Yes. <laughs> than years yes. past by far. Man, <laughs> I'm the, I'm the old head that's going, cause I mean, you got to think about for 44 for a shop owner operator at 44. Yes. There's a lot of guys my age still in it, but, the majority of this business is 20s, man, that are still working and doing it. The working guy is already, he owns his shop and he's running his shop. His shop ain't running him like me right now, unfortunately, you know, which I'm not bitching. It's fine. I'm, I'm, I got, a, I got a vision. I know how I'm going to get out of my weeds. I've done this too long not to, you know, but I'm not hiring help. And that's what sucks. I'm just not, I'm not doing it anymore, man. It's just, I've, I've set up, I've created a monster around Indy is what I've done. My, my demand, like when I would go to Florida or when my son was here, my son was completely 100% capable and the relationships I built in 15, 20 years of people like, man, no offense to your boy. I'll just wait till you get back. I'm like, dude, take your car there and get it done. He'll do a great job. You know, it's like they wouldn't do it. And it's, it's like, damn. So that's where you, that's where you let, let your boy do it. And then you no, don't say anything. So what do you think? And oh, it looks we great. Thank you as always. Yeah. My, my son did all of son did it. Start We've done to that. finish. Yep. I close this we, bay door. I open it. Your car gets delivered. You don't know who touched it, but you're happy with it. Yeah, that was all, all my matters. son. Yep. Yep. That's it. I wish the little turd would come back, to be honest with you. <laughs> He's being my son right now. It'll go, it'll, the wind will blow over on that. I've had some conflict of interest with some of us, only a few clients, but you're going to be working on it, right? Oh, no, yeah. I'm actually not. Well, I would like for you to work on it. I was like, well, that's not my position anymore. What do you mean? I don't want, uh, I just don't want you guys to mess anything up. I said, the past couple of years that we've worked on your vehicle, it's always been my guys. Oh. And then oh. they're like, yeah, that's that's the look of their, oh, oh. Mm -hmm. Like, in order for me to grow and scale, I can't be out there shining you cars. You can't. You <laughs> cannot. You're you limited cannot. at that point. Well, I, I don't want to keep bringing it up because I'm not trying to give any certain person food. Those are just people who have walked in my life and taught me little things. But like Joel LaPalm said one time, and it has stuck with me forever. You know, in 44 years, I've had several people say certain things that have stuck. And I'll give LaPalm his props and business sharp. He goes, if you're in your shop, your shop's running you. You're not running your shop. Oh, you're right. Like, just as simple as that. Like, you know, you're not, your business is running. You're not running your business if you're out there in it every day. You can't see what's going on because you can't. And he's right because I've worked all aspects of this business, obviously, in 20 some years. And I'm at a point right now pissed because I can't get out and look at my bird's eye view of my stuff. I'm in the trenches every day killing myself. You know what I mean? Like, damn, I, callbacks. I feel guilty that I don't get people called back. 
I know like Eric Hacker, I, I, if he's watching, dude, I'm sorry. He's texting me for two or three days. I need your help. He even called me on Messenger. I'm like, ah. And it's one of them. It's like other people are depending on me here at home. I got to get out of the shop. It's like, ah, if I talk to him, then that's going to set me back. Getting out of here. You know how it goes. And then you got the responsibilities of being a trainer from these students that you may have just recently trained that are reaching boom, out to boom, you. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom. That one too. And then they get mad. So then I'm the kind that's reactive. I'm my like Aries. I'm like, oh, you want some shit? You know, it's like I get <laughs> mad about it and I need to not to. I need to, I'm trying to take for 22 and I don't do New Year's resolutions. But I, so in the IDA, I got put on the board of uh, the board that helped develop the Marine uh, certification test, which yeah. was really cool. I got put on the motorcycle test, which I will take no props for that. The, the dude from Bike Telling in Miami killed that test. Um, murdered it. Tyler Cucci was on there, Clint Hintz. Yep, yep. I mean, there was a few killers on there. I mean, some good guys. But that the dude from Bike Telling in Florida and Miami, that dude nailed that test. Well, I'm saying that, say this. So I I got involved too much in the IDA last year. I was on the board of directors. I couldn't, I wasn't. It's like, man, let me back off about a detailer that's really hungry and has time to do this, do it. It's unfair. You know, I'm too stressed out. Cheryl call me. You, you missed the meeting or the meeting's on in five minutes. And I'm like, ah, I can't get there. So in that, one thing that I got involved in through Jason Rose and I was kind of haughty in the very first zoom meeting was um, the health and health and wellness committee um, for suicide prevention, depression, uh, in my eyes, Facebook drama, social media drama, all yeah. the crap in the industry, helping people the right way. I'm actually, I haven't done a lot in it yet, but I really, that's a movement that I have in my head. If I can get out of my so busyness, I really want to help there and do like a social media drama team to Dude, we got to clean up our industry. It drives me nuts. And I'm, I've been guilty in the last four years of playing into the social media crap and cussing at people. I'm guilty. But I really want to be a person of movement to start making amends. Like, I, I'm going to put it out there. I'd love to see Daryl and Joe Kimball make up. I'd love to see people start making up. I would like to see it happen. I would like to see what's the point if that person's not paying the other person's bills and they're not running their business, why not just be cordial as men? Because really, our industry, I'm going to say it, and I'm probably not going to be liked. We don't act like men a lot in our industry no, at, all, low, at all. It's a low barrier entry. So we're always going to have that maturity issue, right? It's, it's, mm -hmm. You've got different levels of, of mentality that are able to enter in because it doesn't take money. And, right. and let's face it, I, I don't know how to say that politically correct, but a lot of times people who aren't that smart don't have a lot of money for that reason. It's a fact, unfortunately. It's a, but it's you're a right. fact, it's just, and I'm not throwing shade on anybody or an not, individual, but it's just a lot of times when, when, and there are some smart people that don't have money. Don't get me wrong, but that's that's what makes it where the mentality it's it's easier to take offense and to indulge in negativity yes. because of that because you're not at a maturity level and or it might reflect an age, you know, and, and definitely not gender. There's your detail, your detail, male, female, doesn't matter what you are, right? But correct, it's more correct. of the age. And, 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 and that's another thing. It, it needs to be more real quick, Justin. I'm just going to say it and, be, and move on. We're not going to touch on this very long. The whole female detailer movement. Just be a detailer. There's no male detailer movement. There's no black detailer movement. There's no Hispanic detailer movement. Just be a detailer. I get the whole female detailer movement thing, but just be a detailer. You ain't got to pump yeah. your chest. If you're a good female detailer, just be a good detailer. Just be good at what you do. I don't know. Some right. of them chicks no, are pretty badass, though. Badass. They, See, I'm not taking away from them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm not taking away from them. No, not at all. Not. But that's my thing. You're a badass. You don't have to say I'm a girl detailer. You're just a badass. Just be yeah. a badass on your own. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's my yeah. thing. I mean, there's some yeah. there's some killer female deep. Bernice Berry. Get off of you know goes what back I mean? to uh, mentality. Goes. Men men mm -hmm. have this thing where they have to pound on their chest to make themselves look bigger. True story. If they get a badass female that walks in the room that's a better detail than them. Then all of a sudden, they go from sitting yep. there to like this to like, yep, yep, yep. That's true. God, that's true. That is so true. Man. Yeah, it's like, really? Like, yeah, we're all in the same field. We're just playing for different teams. It's cool. You know what I mean? That's we're all it. going in the same direction. It's like, it's like the NFL, right? You're playing mm -hmm. for different teams, but when everybody retires, they're sitting around the room talking about the game and that's what's it. relevant, that's wearing it. the same rings from the Super Bowls. And I love it. That's know, how I want to be. That'd be cool. Because think about it. There is some fakery at the trade shows and stuff after the hours, you know, people acting like buddies when you see them talking about this guy on social media and stuff. And that's another thing. I'm old school. I, if I don't like you, I'm not going to sit here and I'm just not that way. I just don't do that. 
And I'm also the type, I'm not going to, here's another downside of our, I don't want to go into negativity in this. I really don't, but I'm just touching on some negative crap that's going on in our industry. Like the whole, I believe that you're terrible because somebody else said you were in our industry. I, I hate that. Like no, the whole, you know, the it's ter- <laughs> that's me. I'm never going to form. Yeah. I was raised. You may, somebody may have told me you're the biggest piece of crap ever, but you've never personally done anything to me. So I have no judgment of you. I have nothing yeah. to say about you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's what bugs. I have a lot of haters that I don't even know because they heard it from somebody else that really, truly I had discord with. So now because they're on their squad, they don't like me. It's like, that's, dude, life, though. that's just like, it you know, is. When, you, when you're running in clicks and circles as a kid and a teenager in your early twenties, you got somebody who says this person does this and then you get to know them yourself and you realize, Oh crap. But that all goes back to mentality and maturity. Right. So as, as you get older, you know, you know, being the kind of industry it is as, as a low barrier entry, you know, it's funny because a lot of times the more educated people are, the more sophisticated people are, the more mm-hmm. mature they tend to be. Not in all cases, but case study showing that that's typically how it is. You know, they, they tend to analyze things a bit more and be a bit more calculated. And that's, I think, where, why the maturity aspect of it comes into play. Uh, but we're always going to have those negative issues because of the, the low barrier to what we are as an industry. But yes, as, as it does have the layers to say, we will be able to thin out the, the negative things. That Abs- I hope, I hope, I hope. And thicken the top layer of the true professionals so we could set the bar as we've been doing mm-hmm, to, to mm-hmm. make it a much better place and, and more welcoming to those that see it now as something that is a fit revenue stream and income for them to create a life and a legacy on. No, sorry, I just got sidetracked. I know you've seen, I told you that guy would drop this boat no more than 15 minutes being into this podcast. I knew it. <laughs> there he is. That's all right. He's going to wait till one. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that, guys. I got no, sidetracked. No, 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 I was listening to everything you said. I knew he'd pull up when that happened. That's why I switched the camera right before you get a gig while of that. It's authentic. It's an authentic podcast, right? I'm running my shop. That's what I love about it is we're on the fly yeah. with everything. There's nothing scripted. Everything. Man, this is live and it's real. He just pulled up out here, so that's all right. Let's just keep it going. He'll wait. He's, he, I know him. He's all right. <laughs> Would you move to a darker spot in your office? You're all ducked down now? Yeah, I'm like, don't listen. Don't listen. I'm not over here. I got a big old – well, I got a big old atrium out front where everybody could see me. I'll show it to everybody. I don't care. Ah. I go by them. So – he could say, I'm trying to duck behind my, but he already seen me though. Oh, well. Now you, have, you have a really nice setup. And for those of you Thanks, that man. have not followed Nathan on Facebook, friend him, or if his stuff is public, take a look at some of the videos and the pictures he's taken. You did a really good job. I like that perforated marketing that you have on the front glass. I mean, that's thank sexy. you. Yeah. Not it, everywhere it, it allows that, but when the right. cities that do go for it, take advantage. That is huge yep. for marketing. That's another thing that went, man, I'll tell you what, my 21 was just one blow after another. I had a, I had a vinyl guy in here. My door, it's not even your oldest peeling off. And it, he, he started a whole, man, I've been through it in this detail world this last year. You have no idea, Justin. And the moves I've tried to pay for a vinyl guy in doing films and they're just, they're not on the same business wavelength as you. My, my door's peeling off out front here right now. It's like, it's just frustrating. Uh, this is for the young guys listening to authentic, real. This is what you get to have. It's not, Always peaches and cream, guys. <laughs> no. Running a business, running a business is hard, man. It's got its days, and it don't it don't get easier as you grow. It gets harder. And I see a lot of guys, man. How do I grow? How do I get in the shop? Take your time. Keep your yeah. overhead low. Take keep your overhead low. Take your time. And it's not always. There's days I wish I was doing them out of my house again. Sometimes, yeah. Not learn every what day, to say but, no to, and learn how to run a business. That was one yes. thing that growing up with my dad and my uncles that always were like in Italian restaurants and pizzerias. One thing that stuck with me from one of my uncles was the fact that, you know, when you run a business or especially a restaurant that you better know how to run every aspect of it yourself. So when the dishwasher Absolutely. calls out, you could wash dishes. When the cook calls out, you could cook every aspect of it. You're able to do if somebody calls out and if they all call out, you could still be able to run it. If you're able to handle it, like you're a big position now dead ass i mean that's my st- i keep talking about my stepdad he's a huge he was probably one of my biggest aspirations in business his dad owned mr softy ice cream trucks back in the 70s 60s 70s i mean he come from a long line of business owners 
And he said that I, I remember my equipment breaking and stuff when I first got going, you know, stuff breaks. If you're using it, it's going to break. And back then you didn't have the fine Rupes mailback, uh, get your machine in a certain amount of days. And, you know, I've, I've always used DeWalt rotaries. You'd have to find a Black & Decker store somewhere within a 50-mile radius back in the day. They'd have a storefront and you take it to them. They would ship it off. You may see it two months later if you're lucky. So in there, Forever. equipment breaking and stuff forever and he's like nate you realize as a shop owner you need to be the maintenance man you gotta be this you gotta know how to work on all the equipment in your shop in case it breaks sure enough i mean i i learned how to you know real quick shop backs when you got six guys with buffers and shop backs you're constantly replacing cord receptacles constantly from where they time and knots and the cord breaks down and stops working and uh, buffer brushes i used to keep boxes of dewalt buffer brushes because i had seven to eight buffers zinging in my shop at all times they'd burn them brushes out i mean so i just at one point, I had employees, and I was hopping around playing maintenance man, PR, taking customers' donuts, Christmas cards, stuff, you know, and working on equipment. I had a little desk. I sat back in my shop with drawers in it. You open the drawers, and it was all buffer parts and vacuum parts and steam cleaner parts. It's like, I still have that here. I got a little junk pile of crap to fix stuff, you know, of all my equipment out here. Mighty parts and DeWalt parts, Rupes parts. It's ridiculous. But no, I do the same actually. I'll fix with, it. Yeah. <laughs> with customer, or it's not customers, but with detailers being our customers now with the storefront and everything, it's mm -hmm. it does, some of them have brought Ooh, me their machines and they're like, I don't know I what to do. And I'm like, I got you. Whether it's a Rupes or a Flex, everything outside of yep. that, I don't touch. But those two, I'm super familiar with because I've done so I'm many lost. repairs online. Yep. That it's like, yeah. And a couple of times I just took care of it. All they had to do was pay me for the parts I ordered just because they continue to give me business. So why right. not? Right. Let me uh, real quick tell him where to drop this boat. Give me like two minutes. I just want him to drop it and he can be on his way because he's sitting yeah, here. No quick. I'm sorry, guys. Give me real quick. I, I tried to get him to not come. <laughs> hey, Mike. If you want, I'm on this podcast till one. I had to pause it. I, and I wasn't supposed to. You could drop the boat right where it's at and I'll move all this around and get it in. You got something yeah, my truck. Is it a two-inch ball? Uh, can you okay if you're good with that i just know how busy you are yeah come in here come on through here okay i'm back justin i'm sorry no worries you there i'm so it's sorry business man i'm I'm, okay. I'm interrupting you and you're taking the time out it is. Me, so you're fine <laughs> no you're good you're good right through there mike thank you okay thank you sorry guys sorry for people watching i know people are like come on i'm trying to watch this so my bad my bad my bad <laughs> Well, the good thing is with this, the way it's set up is that it's out there forever. We got video, we got audio. That way people are able to watch it, listen to it, whatever they they can do, whatever their ability is, whether they're working or not, they always have it there, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So with with current times now, you've, you've, you've moved on with you handling your business, but you've also gotten involved with Onyx. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with that brand. Maybe you could elaborate on what it is, where they came from, sure. and how your involvement is. Okay, so um, I kind of jumped the gun. All of us did a little bit. It's it's a it's a product that's been around for a long time out of Germany. Um, I want to say 2004, not just coatings like other things. They've been in Germany for a long time. That's where it's it's made and derived out of Germany. It's got Dubai. The investors that have brought it to America and, and bought it out, from what I'm understanding, have brought it to America. They're from Dubai. The investors are. So just a little background on the history of business there. It's a German it's a German company backed by Dubai money. And they're going to be the worldwide distributors. The Dubai guys are. There's like three investors. Deep, I think. Deep, oh. buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. And I was fortunate to meet them all at SEMA. Um, there was three of them there. Uh, yeah, all three of them were at SEMA. So we went out to dinner, got to talk to them one on one personally. Great guys. So in that, the marine product for me, that's what I'm. I'm going to be the marine director eventually. Um, it's not really launched yet. This they it's it's out, but it's not launched. You know what I mean? And they got a line of marine compounds we're R&D in. There's a lot of marine line stuff that they're R&D in right now. So I backed off. I'd, I'd put on my Facebook, you know, that I was their trainer. I was this. It's like, eh, I think I jumped too soon. So and then having the meetings in SEMA, you know, they they said we're not launching anything till about spring for all the marine. Let's just be patient. We want to use you. So I kind of backed off. But so there's that. There's a lot of people asking questions. Did, did Nate and Big D have a falling out? Did Nate and Onyx have a falling out? No, none of the above. Went to SEMA and got the reel from the horse's mouth and figured, okay, I'll back off a little bit until they launch. Then I'll go hard with them. I'll just be quiet. In that, I got a shop full of Onyx. As a detail shop owner, honest to God, everybody, by far, and I'm not saying it because I'm with them, it is the most easy removed 
ceramic product I've used today. It is so slick. The N1 is the it's the slickness of the product, and it makes it so easy to. It's just easy to install. It's easy to use, and the gloss pop is stupid. So in that, they're they're on a mission to release a ton of products. I don't have an exact number, but I know they're getting ready to go bananas over the next year. I know that they have like the market share in Dubai. They have the market share in like three or four different countries. As far as product goes, they're they're known in other countries in Europe. Like they're known well, Asia, stuff like that. They're just now hitting the States. That's why we've just now heard of them. So let me disclaim this. The literature, the website, the wording is all written by Germans and foreign people. So I got a lot of guys that are reaching out to me, man, their website don't make sense. That's why I backed off because I already had guys reaching out to me asking questions. I'm like, we're not ready yet, guys. Um, Carlos Gonzalez, he's a great dude. He's the one that's pushing, he, you know, behind Big D and making things happen. He's kind of the, the force and the, the muscle for America um, and getting things rolling. And I told him, you know, I said, bro, stop moving so fast because you're going to move so fast. You're going to create a demand and you're not going to have the supply to back it. And you're going to go, you're going to rot before it's time. So slow down a little bit. You know what I mean? But other than that, great company. So far, great products. I have no complaints. Um, I look forward to seeing where we can take this, obviously. Um, they're going to be a good competitor for the rest of the ceramic companies out here. I truly believe that as a shop owner and installer, they're going to bring their weight. I mean, they have a product that's worth talking about. It's sad that Big D has a lot of enemies that he does because in that, the lot, there's a lot of installers not using Onyx because of Big D. I'm telling you, leave all that alone and just try the product. You know what I mean? Leave yeah, him separate, out. Separate the product from the separate, person. It, I promise, man, because it's a good product. I mean, whatever your discord is with him, let that be because you could end up making some money in your shop. It's all the products are one pass ceramic coatings. There's no two part. So, I mean, I like that, too. It's all user friendly. It's going to make your shop more efficient. You're going to move quicker. I mean, I'm putting coatings out the door a little faster with their product. Not, hey, I still use Eclipse. I still in my shop when I besides being a rep or a trainer for a company, my shop still uses what it uses. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. Period. These, are, these are just formulas and arsenal for everything we need. You know, there's Absolutely. not one brand that has everything I need for my arsenal. Truth. I Truth. Pick, I, it's like a recipe. You know, you're a chef. I've got different God different different it, things man. I'm pulling from for those recipes. Not, I love not you. the name on the bottle, but <laughs> I love what's, you. what's in that. Because you, sometimes yes. not everything's a home run from the main company I use. No. They may have the most no. premium that I use, but then they're and I've been doing single layer applications for since 2016. I started really seeing the value. You oh, dog. You yeah. want to talk about killing it? Yeah. That's where I coined that phrase with Marty Hill for CC105 as single layer slayer. Yes. There oh, you have it. That single Dude, layer stuff. It, it, I'm finally seeing it make full circle for detailers. And it's cool because it's like, wow, they're finally catching on. But when I was preaching about it five years ago, people were like, is it going to last? Is it going to work? Is, are you sure? I mean, I would rather do like two, three, eight layers. Live and learn, right? Yep. Yep. And I'll be real. That's, that's my other thing besides them not having the American literature and agenda all together yet is um i'm really curious okay it's been in europe and that for a while but i want to see for myself i've got a couple test boats out there right now jeremy can 40 and i did a carver not too long ago in florida you guys might have seen us slaying that big boat down there it was trashed it was oxidized tore up we lost on it honestly we really did but we we did it at a cheaper rate to test the onyx product on on marine on saltwater because that's my biggest thing i can't find a coating yet that withstands saltwater abrasion in Florida freaking UV rays. That's like oh. finding a, a metal coating, right? Yeah. It's just, it's, we're just not there yet. Nope. But, but, tell you guys a little secret. You don't have to hold a vehicle for 24 hours after you coat it. Boy, boy, man. I keep hearing this over and over again. It's like, guys, come on. It, I one, understand one the day hype. for me. Yeah, it's we've come a long way. Coatings are not going nowhere. Coatings nope. have been around for a long time. You know, and, and the biggest people in the market, you know, from Dr. G with OptiCoat being the first US coating to Ceramic Pro doing the sexiest marketing. Yep. All of that has come to a full head of being able to it say, has. hey, just like wax, it's not going nowhere. It's the staple it's in our industry. But yeah. the, the chemistry has evolved. We don't have to have 24 to 48 hours your vehicle. You don't have to do all of these things. You don't even have to do full paint correction. I mean, true story. 
there's just so many variables to that that can the bottom line is being a business and making money right the rest of that is more ego driven than business driven it's terrible man and i got i was guilty of that in like 2000 we all 18 ish 18 yeah i got in the little yeah. facebook ego train of i'm a better detailer because i've been a small fish in my little or a big fish in my little pond here in indy i was the shit here i i could say that and i'm i'm humbly saying that but also pat myself on the back yeah. i proved it by what i did here but then i got on a world and nation level and thought oh I got smacked in the mouth. You know what I mean? When you're like, the damn. only one doing it, you're like, "Whoa, yeah. I got this!" But whenever, yep. and then when you realize you, when when you when you get put on the elevator to get brought up to the top floor to oversee the city, and you realize everybody's doing it, then Whoa. you're like, "Oh, yeah." Oh, yep. wait a second. It was a wake up. Twenty, like 2020, was a wake up call for me on good and bad. Uh, as far as like me being a genuine heart and wanting to help detailers, I went into it blind, not thinking that I was going to get. Dude, I got beat up when I was with IGL. I mean, beat up. It cost me and JT our relationship. Some stupid installer that's a crackhead now, don't even have his tools, ain't even detailing, calls Turcotte telling her I'm saying all this crazy crap about her. I'm like, bro, when you test my loyalty or question who I am to you, I'm done right then and there. Because it's like you're questioning me. You're, you're literally questioning who I am. To you. If I, my word is my word. If I say, Justin, I got your back through and through, that's true with me, man. That is so true. And I hate it because nowadays people just take all that for granted. My word is my word. If I'm with you, I'm with you. If I'm not, yeah. I'm not. It's the like, world, that's the world has become diluted. So yeah, I bounced around that a little bit. But in 20, I went through the bad side of it as was the detailers that were just beating me down. They'd ask you a question, not knowing, but then correct you on your answer. Like they knew that. Like, then why'd you ask me? It just I got real aggressive and the old me started coming out real bad with detailers. And then it cost me on an industry scale of things that were said about me. I got involved with some of the I have I have an ex that still tries to involve herself in this industry and has nothing to do with it outside of me, nothing. And it's still in all the girl groups banging me up. So all the girls have their opinion of me. And then my little discord with JT and 20 with an installer, not from my, I'm the dude, if I said it, I said it. I don't care if you like it or not. I said it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie about it. I'm not going to say, oh, 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 no, I said it. Punch me in my mouth. I mean, that's just, you know, and being real. So that's where I'm going with the, in the 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I went through getting beat up by an ex who involved herself in my industry. All the girls in the industry hated me outside of Bernice Berry. I mean, all of them. Um, my video guy, one of the reasons we fell out, I'm just going to touch on this real quick because we're on here. Why not? It's subject matter. Um, my video guy, went. To, I took him to Kelly Jones, World Reflections, took him up helping her, wanted to blow her product up with her and everything. I was really about it, man. He punked her on the videos. I'm a loyal dude. I didn't know. He gave her the videos she wanted, right, and the pictures. Fast forward to two weeks ago, I call, I make a post looking for a videographer and a photographer because of my products through Transparent and all that, the white label program. I wanted to get some pictures taken for my photos for my customers because I've sold this stuff to my customers. It's actually big around here. A lot of people are buying it. So I talked to a new photographer, Matt Good out of Louisville, has a photographer that contacted me. He goes, yeah, you got to have a green background and all this and this. Long story short, he, Zane, my old photographer, did not provide Kelly all this. Kelly and I fell out over that situation. So I, that's what's made me realize, you know what? I'm tired of the discord in the industry over. He said, she said, backbiting this, this, this. I picked up the phone. I was wrong. I took a dude's side out of loyalty because I'm a loyal person. He didn't give her the product she wanted, but I, I was loyal to him. You know what I mean? Hindsight, yeah. I seen where he punked her out of 1800 bucks, and I was angry because it's like, dude, I stayed loyal to you. And you're punking somebody in my industry and made me look bad, right? I'm eating, dude. You know what I mean? I'm friends with these people. So 20 was a bad year. That's one of, that's, why is, I'm on do not disturb, Justin. I just looked a minute that's ago. Okay. I'm on, I don't, I don't like quick... Welcome to Frontline Shine, guys. This is the way it is every day. And everybody's like, why is he so intense? Because I'm all over the map. So anyways, 20 was a bunch of that. It was a bunch of, you know, discord with detailers telling big people in the industry things about me that weren't true or experiences like Zane shooting a false photo shoot for Kelly Jones. And, you know, it's just like this dude that's clicking in right now knows I'm on this podcast. That blows my mind. He knows I'm on this podcast. So <laughs> in that 20 was rough and it made me reiterate and relook at how I was going to involve myself in this industry. And that's where I'm going with all that jibber jabber I just said. And talking about the health and wellness committee earlier, I really want to make a movement to start making, let's make amends. Let's everybody start making up. I called Kelly Jones. That's where I was going with it. After I had hella discord with her, extremely uncomfortable at SBC and called her up. And I said, listen, 
I was wrong. Like I took his back over yours. I was wrong. I, I want to make right with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm one of them dudes. I'm of my word, no matter right or wrong. I'll own my things. You know what I mean? It's like, so I, in that, I want some people to step up this year in our industry and I want them to start owning their things. You know what I'm saying? Or just get off social media and quit involving yourself in our industry. Keep that shit private. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. That's just don't, where I'm don't at. Don't air out your laundry on social media. If you, if you ain't going to own both sides of it, because it takes two to tango, there's not just one innocent or guilty person in a two-person tango. You know what I'm saying? Come on. So in that, I just I felt like that was my starting point, calling her to start making in this health and wellness committee and start making the moves to let's start pushing for people to either make up or just shut up about it. Either make up or shut up about it. Take it offline because you make us look like a bunch of sissies. For real. You make us look like a bunch of disorganized, unprofessional, unclassy people in this industry. And it's it's not that anymore. It's not a back alley, no. backwoods, detail shop industry no more. It's not. No, this is a, this, not at it's all. It's got a, at all. It's got a face that it, it needs to have some more professionalism and class to it, for real. Because we're old could, school. They could reach out I'm, to you on that now. Yes. And, and, and let me make this known to anybody's watching, because I know there's a few. It, hey, I'm the kind of person, if you've heard something about me, before you form an opinion of me, find out from me. I'll tell you if I did it. I promise. Even if it was wrong, I'll say if I did it. I swear I will. So if you want to come to me humbly and you want help, I'll help you. I don't care who you are in this industry. But if you want to, if you want to start that crap, I could be on that crap too. You know what I mean? I can, I can get on the crap real bad. And I hate it, man. I hate that. Cause it's not supposed to, this is where we make our bread to feed our families and live a good life. It's supposed to be, we already have no stress doing our day to day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our day, yeah. Our, day our day to day stressful. I add to it. So I don't know. I'm rambling. I'm bad about no, that. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. So <laughs> we are coming up on our time though. So a uh, couple things as far as some advice, I know you've given a lot of good advice in general, but is there anything in particular, you know, to, to the detailer, whether it be seasoned, non-seasoned new guy, whatever it be, even a novice uh, weekend warrior, is there anything that you could put out there that you think that would be some really good advice directly from you? Yeah, I tell you, I'll be real with you. It's really, it's really affecting my heart this last couple of weeks. I mean this with all my heart when I tell you detail guys this. You new guys, you seasonal guys, you mobile guys, you fresh and business guys. The holidays for most business owners in a seasonal environment, also add that onto it in snow, you're going to die. Do everything you can to put your nest egg back. It's not going to go away. It's the way it is in a seasonal place. That's why it took me, you guys think, oh, he's got it made. It took me 30 years to have an RV down in Florida to be able to escape down there and go work and still try to keep some cash flow going. So where I'm going with this is don't give up. Don't think because you have one bad season out of four, if you're in a four season, you know, four season place, that it's going to be bad like that. Bank your money in the summer. Come up with some gr like really good ideas for the winter. Like, dude, I've driven. I've done. I've pushed snow. I've thought about driving Ubers before, before I went to Florida, whatever it takes. Don't give up on your business, though. If, for you ones that this is your passion and you really love seeing a shiny, complete car, please stick with it. And then let me tell you this. This is my two things I've lived on. Say what you do and do what you say, and you will always win with your customers. And don't chase your money. Chase the outcome of the car. And there's going to be times you're going to lose on the estimate you gave. I promise. But don't give up because you didn't write the estimate right. Go ahead and put out a good product because I've learned over the years when I'm beating myself up over, man, I'm losing money on this car, I'm losing money on this car, but I still put out a proper detail or a proper service for that person to win above and beyond. I've earned customers for life. I got 20-year repeat customers because I've said what I do, do what I say, and I put out, I, I've never chased my money, swear. I've chased uh, the end result being good. My thing in staying in detail in so long is when I walk out the door to deliver the customer their car and give them their keys is their face, their reaction. I love that. I live for that. I eat it up to this day. I don't, and then, then I like taking the check after I realize I'm happy. No. I'll take that now. I'll take that happily now. <laughs> so, so how would all, people, uh, and I, that's awesome advice. I 100% agree. That's as real as it gets right there, right? But how would people reach out to you or be able to get a hold of you if they want to uh, talk to you about your business, about what we talked about on the podcast, or just the health and wellness aspect. Reach out to me, Facebook Messenger, always on there. And then my, I have a training phone. It was actually my corporate phone for IGL. I put on my plan and couldn't get rid of it after I left them. I've turned it into my training phone, 463-701-9639. I'll, I'll answer it. If I don't, 
I'm not good at answering my phone. I'll be cussed about it. Text or leave a message. I promise I'll call you back. I will. Maybe a couple days, but I will. I will. Awesome. Well, Nathan, appreciate you being on on behalf of, you know, myself and Buff and Shine. We definitely appreciate you being on the Reflection Artist Live podcast. You're number 56. So any of you Thanks, man. that have listened uh, or want to listen in the future, uh, Nathan Warren, Reflection Artist Live, number 56. It will be on all the podcast platforms, YouTube, and of course, our Reflection Artist page. So check it out in your free time. Uh, anybody that had the opportunity to hang out, listen today. Thank you. And again, Nathan, Thank you, and we'll catch up. Thanks, for sure. man. We got some Appreciate got it. some plans for 2022. So I'll I'll be in your I'll be in Florida from uh, January to April. Look me up. I'll come see you for sure. Awesome, good man. Thank you. Have a thanks, good day. Thanks for having me. You too, All brother. Right, take care. Later. Thanks for tuning in this week to Reflection Artist Live. We hope you had fun and learned something new. If you missed an episode or are looking for more, check us out on our social media or podcast platforms. And join us next week when we have another amazing guest. Don't miss it. We'll be talking business, life, and detailing. Also, don't forget to check out BuffAndShine.com for a variety of buffing pads and accessories for your detailing arsenal.